Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for joining us today. Get ready to be inspired and motivated to live a high impact life. Now, here's Rick. Welcome to the Point of Impact podcast. I'm Rick McDaniel. Great to have you joining us again today. And today is the last uh, episode before we take our summer break. And I thought we'd have a little fun with it and, and serious too, and just talk about some real epic fails, you know, some just amazing failures. Uh, and at the same time, just talk a little bit about failure as, as if it is something that, uh, you know, isn't going to visit all of us. It is. And I think we maybe miss out sometimes by thinking of failing as uh, a bad thing when in fact, uh, failure is something really that, that we, we wouldn't want to trade. You really wouldn't because failure shapes us. It sharpens us. It forms us into someone new. On the other side of failure, we find wisdom revealing a better way. So there's good in failing, not being a failure, but failing. So it's worth digging into and at the same time looking, and we're going to start with Apple with all of its success and yet some just major failures. I mean, if I told you that there's at least 10 products that Apple has completely failed on, 10. So we won't talk about all 10, but we will talk about 10 epic fails in various uh, in various ways that I think will uh, enlighten you and and maybe even encourage you in terms of the your own failings in life and how you can fail your way right into success and as i said this will be the last episode and then we'll take a summer break i've got some traveling to do and some other responsibilities some speaking and some different things and and also just uh, need a little bit of a break and then when we come back in the fall we'll we'll get on a, a theme and right now i'm thinking that theme's going to be comebacks you may know that i've written uh, two books on comebacks and and been interviewed numerous numerous times about it and talked a lot about it written a lot about it and have never devoted any episodes and here we are at almost 120 and never devoted any episodes to comebacks and digging into that so that seems like a a well that we should we should dig because there's a lot there there's a lot of good refreshing water that can come out of that but that will be in the future um so for right now we're going to finish up today with uh talking about failure before we do that i do just want to remind you Always new folks listening, rickmcdaniel.com. That's the number one place to go for learning more, rickmcdaniel.com. Because besides this point of impact podcast, I'm the author of eight books, including my newest book, This Is Living. And by the way, This Is Living, which is just a really inspirational book, 10, it has uh, has 100 devotions uh, or readings or meditations, whatever you want to call them, so you can get that and start your day each day and be inspired for a hundred days really change your outlook encourage you greatly it's um, available with a special code right now amazon discount code reads r-e-a-d-s all caps 25 reads 25 it's tied into a goodreads promotion and so the 
publishers giving uh, 25% off so the book won't even cost you but 14 bucks and change. Beautiful hardcover book and it'll be great. So you can go to Amazon and, and get that. So write and uh, also do a lot of speaking and, and really traveled the world. I've been six continents, 35 countries. So I've done a lot of speaking and, and uh, you can go to my YouTube channel and be able to listen to speaking. Also, I am on the two largest apps in the world for the Bible and prayer, the Bible app, Version Bible app. I have three reading plans out that you can go to. This is living coming from the book. Turn your setback to come back or a setback to come back. The book is called Turn Your Setbacks to Come Back. It's the reading plan setback to come back. And then uh, the newest reading plan, Best Life. So three reading plans. All these are free. You can go on the largest Pray app in the world, Pray. By the way, the Bible one is also Bible.com. And then Pray is Pray.com if you, you don't want to go apps and you want to just use computers. Uh, and on the Pray app, I have daily devotions with Rick McDaniel, Monday through Friday. You can listen. Uh, you can go to the Leaders tab on the app. And you can listen on Pray Radio, 2.30 Eastern, 11.30 Pacific Time every Monday through Friday. Or you can just go, there are now, golly, like 160-something devotions that you could do on demand and listen to. So lots of way to consume, lots of con content. And again, there's more I'm leaving out, but uh, rickmcdaniel.com, best place to go for all those things and then just i'll always want to say this i don't say it enough always welcome five-star reviews for my book for this podcast and then any reviews that just explain to listeners or readers why it's worth delving into appreciate that all right 10 epic fails how about we just start with with um apple and let's just, you know, let's just say, state the obvious. One of the most profitable and highly regarded companies in the world. Their brand loyalty is like the envy of every business. I mean, the, the list of their uber successful products that they've launched is legendary. The iPod changed how people listen to music 2001, just 21 years ago. The, the iPhone 2007, I mean, just changed how people use cellular phones. 2010, the iPad changed how people consume media. And then in 2014, the iWatch changed how people, personal communication. I mean, it's it's just incredible, right? It's just an unbelievable company. They don't ever put their stuff on sale. I mean, they, it, they do so many things that so many other companies would love. And at the same time, massive, massive failures. Let's start with Newton. Newton was Apple's personal digital assistant. It was the predecessor frankly, of the iPhone and the iPad. We'll talk more about that later. $100 million. Now, I think about this 30 plus years ago, $100 million invested. Apple's goal was to sell a million units in the first year. How, how, how about this? You ready? They sold only 50,000 in the first three months, and then the sales slowed to a trickle from there. Newton's attempt at handwriting recognition was imperfect. Various versions were released, but it never caught on. And after five years on the market and fewer than 300,000 sold in five years when they wanted to sell a million in one year, they took it off the market. Wow. Incredible, right? Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. 
Now, let's just not even wait for the later because it's just if you need the encouragement, let's give it to you right at the outset of this episode. So you say, man, that's bad. But listen, the failure of Newton paved the way for the two most important products that have ever been developed by Apple, the iPhone and the iPad. In other words, failing is a learning experience so we can do better the next time. Failure is not the opposite of success. It's part of success. Failure is part of the success journey or success process. A failure is not a loss. It's actually a gain because you learn, you change, and then you grow. So don't look at failure in such a negative light, but see it in, in a positive light because it is positive. And you can use the learnings to just really bless your life in so many, many ways. All right, how about a failed movie? The movie, 2011 Disney movie, Mars Needs Moms, okay? Hoping to make 20 to 30 million on the opening weekend. Moms gross 39 million worldwide, not in the opening weekend, the entire life of the movie. The movie cost $150 million and in the entire time that the movie was out, it made 39 million. Wow. An unprecedented Disney box office bomb. Besides the odd title, it just did not catch on. They were using some motion capture technology, which was really in the early days and people didn't like that. Viewers didn't like that. But imagine <laughs> losing Oh my gosh, over $110 million. Over $110 million on one movie. 100 million lost plus lost on Newton for Apple. I mean, these are these are just massive. This is why I call them epic fails. They are epic. I mean, you just can it's just hard to believe that you could have bigger failures than some of these massive 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 failures, but this is what can happen. Let's kind of stay uh, uh, with uh, Apple thinking and let's talk about uh, an Apple competitor. Samsung launches the Galaxy Note 7 smartphone not long ago, like five and a half years ago. And uh, at the time, it was hyped as one of the best phones on the market. You may remember this because it wasn't that long ago. The Newton's over 30 years ago, but this phone isn't that long ago. But what happened? Do you remember that there were battery failures and then the, there was a tendency for the phone to actually catch on fire when it overheated? So the Galaxy Note 7 ended just like they like literally recalled the phone and said, we're not going to do this phone. Imagine, I don't have the numbers, couldn't find numbers for the amount of money they spent on this epic fail, but imagine all the work and money poured into a new version that was supposed to be the greatest phone and, you know, going to compete against the iPhone and all this. And the thing starts catching on fire and they have to just 
pull the whole idea. Wow. Incredible, incredible, friends. Let's talk about food. Of course, we all remember New Coke, right? You know, I'm not even going to use that as my primary example because it's just so, so obvious. But, you know, <laughs> Coke's going to improve on Coke. And, you know, people just absolutely do not like it. And and within weeks, they had to abandon it and go back to Coke Classic because New Coke just didn't. You know, why did they even try? Because Pepsi was starting to gain market share, and so they thought they would make a Coke that tasted more like Pepsi. That's incredible because the majority of people that I know prefer Coke over Pepsi, always have. Why would you want to try to be more like them? But here's the real epic fail. And this is a while ago now. This is like almost 25 years ago, but... Um, Frito-Lay introduced Wow Chips. Now, they were marketed as guilt-free because they did not contain any fat. The chemical that made this possible was Olestra. But here's the problem. Olestra had some very unfortunate side effects. For instance, it caused abdominal cramping in some people. And then the one that I... I remember hearing the most about is that it acted like a laxative when people ate too many of them. So people were ended up, you know, going uh, the bathroom or even diarrhea because of this Alestra. And it just became something that was so problematic that they eventually completely took it off the market you know not everybody had these effects so they they kept it on the market because you know it's no fat it's no fat but in the end they were not able to keep it on the market okay let's go back to apple again you know i said there's 10 they've had 10 massive failures here's another one you may or may not remember this but because it's been gosh you know a long time like over 25 years but they introduced something called Pippin. Mid-90s, they tried to get into the, the video gaming market. And so they developed this game, gaming uh, console, in conjunction with the Japanese company Bandai. And Bandai actually designed the console case and they were in charge of marketing and Apple did all of the inside stuff, you know, all the processing and all that had to do with actually the gaming itself. Bandai took care of, you might say, the, the look of it. So they launched it in uh, 1997 for $599. But here's the thing. Bandai was virtually the only company that would make games for it. So the only games that could be played on, on the console were the ones that they came out with. Pippin sold just 12,000 units in the US, 42,000 around the world. Now, however bad that sounds, and this is these are lifetime sales numbers for PlayStation, so again, lifetime versus just a short period of time, but 102 million 102 million versus 42,000. And so Pippin literally was like gone in a year. Like Apple just got rid of it. Like it's just imagine all this work and all this effort. And you know how big the video gaming market is. I mean, it's huge. And you may have often wondered why did Apple, you know, why doesn't Apple have something 
in in the gaming world because they should. I mean, it just seems like a perfect fit for them. And the answer is because like 25 years ago, they tried and they failed so bad that they've never entered into that market again. It's just really amazing stuff. And again, I just want to remind you that these are the people that have what many consider to be the number one most revered company in the world with some of the most iconic products ever, yet massive, not small, massive failures, massive failures in key areas, again, like uh, video gaming and I got another one for you, and it's in another really key area, and it's another real shocker. So I hope this is encouraging you, you know, that if you just think you can, you know, just it's always going to be success. It just it just it just isn't. All right. How about a, a social media site? So there is a social media site founded 20 years ago called Friendster. It became for a very short time the most prominent social network site but uh, it obviously was for a short time because I bet you a lot of you never even heard of it you might remember MySpace but do you remember Friendster it failed because of site performance issues uh, too much executive turnover and too many people moderating the content and those factors affected it big time and then what came in to swoop in waiting in the wings Facebook and the rest as they say is history Friendster fails and Facebook swoops in they create the market actually dominated for a short period of time and then bam Facebook comes along and takes it over. I mean, these are the sorts of things that just happen. And it's just amazing to think, here's another one. You, you, you know, we talk about the iPod, which I realize the iPod just officially got retired. It just happened. There are no more iPods being made. But you know that for years, boy, it was the deal. Well, Microsoft wanted to have a, a, a product, a competitor for iPods. So they developed something called the Zune came out in 2006. The iPod had been out for five years at that point and had a pretty firm foothold, you know, as the go-to source for portable entertainment. And the Zune, you know, it's competition, right? There's McDonald's and there's Burger King, right? There's Walmart, there's Target. I mean, hey, there's Lowe's, there's Home Depot. And it was a perfectly serviceable device. But the lack of innovation, like anything new and poor marketing, caused it to just simply fail. It just could never gain market share against the iPod. And so it never took off. It, it you know, it just never hit it the way that you would hope that you would want uh, your device to be able to do it just never never happened how about in the going back to the gaming world let's talk about maybe one of the all-time great video game fails so 
the game was E.T. It was riding high on the, the movie, the sales at the movie. And so there was an attempt to come out with a game fast while E.T. was hot. In other words, a lot of times these video game companies will take at least six months, maybe as much as nine months to develop a game. And they tried to do it in like five weeks because they wanted to hit on it. So they rush out this E.T. video game. Massive flop. The objective of the game was to find pieces of E.T.'s phone so he could get home, right? You know, that was the, the whole kind of point of the movie. And it just didn't work. Most of the time what happened is that people fell into these pits and it just didn't work. And so this was Atari back then. $528 million loss on the game. In fact, the story is that unsold games were literally dumped into a landfill. They just like, just got rid of them. Just dumped them like $528 million. Now, again, we talked, I talked earlier about really the benefit of failing is the learning experience. And obviously, what's the learning experience? You can't put a video game out in five weeks. It just can't be done. It, you're going to need six to nine months in order for the product to really be good. You're going to need that long. And when you try to rush something too fast, this is the result you end up. So, again, you know, failing is is a marvelous teacher. And if we're willing to learn the lessons, it can really, really, really help. Let's go to the world of uh, the internet and, and, and dot coms and all that. So in 2000, a site was developed called pets.com. $82 million was raised in a public offering. Nine months later, filed for bankruptcy. Not even a year. $82 million was raised. Now, why? What happened? Well, some sources say the company lost money uh, through mismanagement. Some say it fell victim to the dot-com bubble that happened in the early 2000s. The bottom line is that nine months later, it's gone on pets.com is actually owned now by PetSmart. So the domain name continues. I'm sure they had to pay for that, but it wasn't $82 million, that's for sure. So. Pets are such a big deal to people. Pets.com is a fantastic domain name. You got everything you need for this thing to be successful. But again, most of its sales lost through mismanagement. Lessons to be learned for sure. Great idea does not necessarily translate, you know, just because you have a great idea does not mean it's going to be positively, without a doubt, a success. It may, it, it may not. It just depends. Let's go back to our friends at Apple. And, and again, uh, by the way, just for the, the fun of it, PowerBook 5300, Power Mac G4 Cube, 
the Apple III computer, the Lisa computer, one of the really one of the great, uh, again, failures because everyone thought it was going to be such a hit named after Steve Jobs' daughter. Uh, but it cost nearly $10,000 and in, in insufficient software and floppy disks that were unreliable and cheaper and, and faster computers, including their own Macintosh, just killed it. The iPod Hi-Fi, where you, where you put the iPod into a already into a system with the stereo and everything, total total flop. Did not did not happen. The Macintosh TV did not happen to perform a two hundred series computer. The twentieth anniversary Mac just was going to be this great thing, and uh, it just it, it it never happened. Third generation iPod Shuffle. Third generation should have been great, right? Two previous successful ones, and it just didn't. It didn't work. It didn't have any buttons. You had to learn a sequence of clicks to navigate through the playlist, and you know, just people just didn't like it, and it, it didn't happen. But here's the one I just want to focus on because I just think it's remarkable. It was called Ping. It was this cool social media network, right? Friendster didn't work. Okay, this this is 2010. This is just 12 years ago. It was going to be the best of Facebook and Twitter, but in a music setting. Yeah. The iTunes social media network endorsed by Coldplay and Lady Gaga introduced it with great fanfare just 12 years ago. Do you remember this? I bet you the majority of people listening right now don't even remember. If you remember Ping, it's probably because of the issues. They were flooded with spam. Musicians complained that scammers were duping fans and, and to, by creating fake accounts using their names. And two years later, gone. Gone. I mean, if anybody should be able to nail this, you would think it would be Apple. Never happened. Facebook, yeah, still around. Twitter, yep, still around. Ping, not around. Didn't make it more than two years. Remarkable, remarkable stuff. So these are just some. I mean, you know, you, you think back, you think about like something like the like the famous Edsel, the, the Ford Edsel. $400 million into that car in the 50s. The car of the future yet plagued with problems. You think about the Titanic, you know, going to be the greatest ship ever built, unsinkable and on its maiden voyage. By the way, the Etzel just came out that was just with such a higher cost than other Fords. And then you have all these problems. And, you know, three years later, there's there's no Etzel. So you just go on and on and on. It happens now. I've really experienced a lot of this personally. Some of you may or may not know, I, I had my hand in seven different start from scratch startups. I started a church, three other campuses. I started a preschool and an after school academy, and I started a ministry high impact living that I presently lead. So seven times I've had my hand in, in what that's like. And there's a lot of failure on your way to success. 
uh, of those seven, they were not all equally successful. Some very successful, others not so successful. Learning from failures and mistakes absolutely positively. There's there's just no other way to do it. But failure is, is again, a marvelous teacher. It's great feedback. It tells us don't do it that way. It, it shows us that we've got to do better the next time. And, and when you do, the failing becomes part of your success story. And the failure is, is as I said, not a loss, but really it's a marvelous gain uh, for you. And, and absolutely, you, you don't ever have to lose because you can always learn. Failing should not ever be a loss. It should always be a learn. And you look at some of these epic fails with some of these just Ford, Apple, Coke. I mean, these are Microsoft. These are just the gold standard companies in their industries. And yet they just absolutely had these massive failures take place. So it can happen to any of us. Disney. I mean, just think about the names of those companies that I just said. I mean, these are just absolutely giants and they had failures. So the chance that you and I are going to go through life without failures, unlikely. But again, it's the difference between failing, having failed and being a failure. As long as you keep growing and learning, you're never going to be a failure. And you can fail your way absolutely right into success. I have done it. I can assure you. So look at these failures, be encouraged by the fact that some of the best of the best have, have experienced it and realize that it's part of the process on your way to success. And let this encourage you to just keep going for your dreams and keep innovating, keep creating. And you'll have some failing along the way, but you'll ultimately you'll succeed. Hey, have a great summer. You've been listening to the Point of Impact podcast with Rick McDaniel. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to you joining us for our next episode.